today is a good day, my friends. I am absolutely thrilled to share with you a conversation with a woman who is so dear to my heart. I'm pretty excited right now, and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. And that, to be honest, is how I feel after every conversation we have, ever since I started working with Rachel around five months ago. But in reality, as weird as this sounds, I've known Rachel for a while because I've been following her business journey since the very early days of her blog, In Spaces Between, about seven years ago to be exact. It was the same time that I started a natural beauty blog with my bestie, Catherine. Shout out to Catherine if you're listening. And she said to me, hey, Rubes, you should really follow Rachel's work. I think you would love Rach. I, I remember it clear as day. So I continued to admire Rach's consistency, doing things her way with this little magical touch and then doing them very well, might I add. She's frequently booked out for her business coaching services and she is also the creator of Big Eyed and Blog Hearted, which is a digital course that has been experienced by thousands of women around the world. So earlier this year, by divine timing, perhaps our paths crossed officially. I was on the lookout for a new business coach and one day a story appeared in my Instagram feed and it was one of Rach's. I clicked on it and Rach was announcing that she had a couple of spots available to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Ironically, only a couple of months later, I had unfollowed every single person on Instagram, not even following my husband, <laughs> as a personal experiment. And literally, probably the month or so before, I had only started hand-selecting a few people to follow again, and Rachel was one of them. I had such a strong feeling about this that I jumped into my direct messages to my DMs and I messaged Rachel immediately because when you get that feeling, when you feel good about something, when it feels right, don't muck around because it probably is right. And so Rachel and I started working together a week or so after that initial message exchange. Rachel McDonald, as she's known, is also an incredible mother, a devoted wife and a soul sister, which you are going to be hearing so much of in this beautiful conversation that we have. So let's get into it, shall we, ladies? This is the True To You podcast, your very own work bestie. Each week, we come together for honest conversations about reinventing yourself and your career, all while navigating a path towards meaningful work. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Well, let's get started then. Okay. Rachel, welcome to the True To You podcast. It's so lovely to have you here this morning. Uh, thank you. It's beautiful to be here. Amazing. 
We are going to kick off this conversation by talking about the very thing that brought you and I together, which is the art of business coaching. You're someone that I've admired for a really long time. I've been following you for years, probably ever since I got on Instagram, you would have been one of the first accounts that I followed. Uh, And with that, I think what's been so nice is being able to follow someone's business journey from the early days when you first started coaching and, and it was more life coaching based in the early days. And then how that's evolved over time with uh, collaborations that you've done and then into different stages of your life, like motherhood. And I just want to say first up that it's been really inspiring to watch your journey. And so thank you for being open and sharing that. And um, because I think that's that's one thing I want to say is you never know who's watching you and... um, yeah, what people get from being able to see another person's journey. So when I uh, got to the start of this year, I started to get some real clarity on goals that I wanted to pursue with my business and where I wanted to take it. And I have had various coaches and mentors in my life over the last few years, and they've all added bits of value, whether it be to my business or to me personally, depending on what I'm going through at the time or things that I want to shift in myself. And it's been amazing to have, especially the fact that they're women on your team and alongside you. So um, if you're listening, just remember that, you know, that's, that's a really awesome benefit of having mentors or coaches in your life. But this year I was like, my goals are ramping up and I want to create some new offerings. And I was looking for someone who walked the walk and talked the talk. And Rachel's Instagram story popped up one day saying, I've got some spaces for coaching. And my I could feel it in my heart. I was just in that moment like, okay, I think she's the woman. And I reached out to her. And within a very short space of time, we started working together. So That's a little background to how I know Rachel. We've been working together for four or five months now. And I can honestly say that she's magical and amazing to have on your team. And she'll help you really kick some awesome goals. So let's talk, Rachel, about your experience with mentoring and coaching. And I'm sure you have had a few different people in your life over the years. What does that look like? for you what's that what's that journey been like as you have evolved your business how have they added value how have they helped you navigate change and really step up and in your business Mm. well firstly thank you so much it's just an absolute joy to coach you you're a dream client so (laughs) it's very very easy to coach a woman like you that's for sure Um, So, and and actually I just want to make a point about resonance because that is, that's one of the biggest things with coaching that you said, you know, you've been following along and then when things, when you came into this year knowing that you wanted to kick some goals, that I was top of mind for you. And I think that's, that's always been the way that I have approached bringing people into my business. I've watched from afar, I've, I've consumed their content and then I've just known that that is the person that needs to be in my world for, for whatever next stretch that 
that I was making. Um, so I've always had a mix. So I've been doing, um, I've been running my business now for seven years, which is feels like forever, but is also really sped by. And I've always had a mix of, um, I've had a mix of sort of spiritual slash wellness slash, you know, life coaches, I guess you would say, and then business mentors and, and inspirations. So I've kind of touched both areas, which has been really important for me. Um, and, and different seasons have called for different types of people to be in my world. As you mentioned, I'm a mum, I have a four-year-old and the type of support that I've called in over the last couple of years has been very different than what I called in at the beginning. Um, it was a coach that had me start my business. So when I was working in the corporate world, I was working in marketing and PR and um, had a fantastic job, no complaints, but just knew that there was something else out there for me. I, I was feeling restless. I wasn't feeling as though I was really honouring my creativity and my job. And I was was part of the online world because I had a blog. And so back in the day, back in 2011, when I started a blog, was sort of this big boom of personal development online. And I think originally it, it sort of came from the likes of Tony Robbins and then continued on to where just regular everyday people were sharing inspiration and, and um, positive thinking and self-growth stuff online, which is what led me into blogging um, and inadvertently led me into coaching as well because I started following people who were life coaches, which was a pretty new industry back then. It wasn't, um, certainly wasn't anything like it is now. It wasn't common. It was a little bit weird. <laughs> um, and so being part of uh, being part of the online world, I ended up signing up to Marie Forleo's eSchool, uh, which was the first online course that I did. And again, a big catalyst for me starting my business. All the pieces kind of came together within a six month period for me. And through B-School, I met my first coach, who's a very dear friend of mine now. Her name's Julie Parker, and she runs a coaching academy. Um, and she, we had just a one-off session. It was a 90-minute power coaching session. And I, and I said to her, look, I have this urge to start my own thing, but I'm not quite sure what to do. I've been blogging. I have been, um, you know, playing in the realm of, of personal development but how do I connect the dots and, and actually make something of this? And she said to me, she, she really gave me the nudge and said, you've got a newsletter, you've got followers on your blog. People are asking you how you've grown your blog. You, you work in the communications industry and in PR and marketing, put it all together and create a blog coaching slash communications package essentially, um, which is what led me in, into coaching. And, and once that started, it was like, everything completely snowballed from there and, and shifted and morphed along the way, which it should do in your business journey, I think. But mentors have, have been a huge part of that. And I'm so grateful for the women in my world who have really fast-tracked um, things that, that could have taken me a long time to circle around. I think that that's the huge benefit of coaching is that you can take the short path and it's okay to take the shorter path and they can sort of illuminate Firstly, your blind spots, but also the ways in which you might be tripping yourself up along the way and making it a little bit harder for yourself, which, which we all can tend to do at times. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in my experience, sometimes uh, they'll help you call, your on your call you on your BS. 
which you need, you know, like you say, you can't see your blind spots always. And it's always coming from love with you. And I know that, and I really trust you. So I know you've got my best interests at heart, even if you have to say, this is what you need to do. (laughs) I mean, the, I mean, it's a total honour to sit across from a beautiful woman who you know it has so much potential. And when you see that potential in someone and you can see those low-level fears or, or just the, the sort of ego stuff that's keeping them stuck, um, you just want to call it out because you want to help them elevate into what you're seeing. So that, that really is the beauty of coaching. I mean, there's so many amazing benefits to it, but I think that is one of the biggest ones that you can have someone in your corner who completely has your back and who sees your highest potential and who has so much belief in you. And I think at times, um, you know, obviously the the ultimate aim is that we cultivate that rock solid self-belief, but sometimes we need to borrow it for a minute. And it's, it's literally just saying, okay, you see that in me, I'm going to trust you because I've hired you as a coach and, and there's obviously that trust there. Um, and if you see that in me, then that's giving me like that bold little move forward. Um, and, and that's the beauty of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. And something else that I love about it is that oftentimes, a couple of things I'm going to share here on what you said. Oftentimes, we also need that neutral voice. Uh, yeah. We're so influenced by what we're seeing on television, social media, what our parents tell us, what our partner tells us, what our best friend tells us we should do, (laughs) quotation marks, that sometimes you just need that person that is a neutral voice that you can also feel comfortable to share whatever is going on for you, whether the in my case, it's specifically related to, to my business, but, you know, at times it can be starting to understand things that are going on in your life that you can't reconcile and uh, that person that, that's able to do that without any uh, judgment or, yeah. So that's definitely been a, a really great support at times for me in my life. And the second thing that I would say on that something that you echoed from the start of your coaching journey was that Julie was able to see that you're a multi-passionate woman. And we know that uh, Marie Forleo coined that phrase, multi-passionate entrepreneur. And uh, I think that's something that we struggle with because as women these days, we have so much opportunity, don't we? And we can do anything and everything that we want to. And we have this creative side and then we might have the the specific skills from our work that we've um, studied or uh, worked in. And, and it's being able to bring all of these things together. So I love what you said. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that how Julie helped you discern what exactly you could pull from your passions and your creativity but also your skill set into something that was really tangible that could create a result for people yeah for sure well I mean I think the first thing was that she said look at what people are asking you like we really can keep it that simple and yeah when I looked at what people were asking, what was landing in my inbox was basically people saying to me, hey, I've been following along with 
your blog for the last 18 months or, or 10 months or so at that point in time. Um, and things have grown pretty quickly. And how have you done it? Really, that, that was what was coming. And that doesn't even have to be from, from people that have been following along. People in your community will start asking you questions as well. And if you're having conversations with friends or friends of friends, then those things naturally start to come up. Um, so there was like identifying what's the problem I can solve and then what are the things that I love to do, which was connecting with people, building community, um, writing, speaking, th those types of things. So that was sort of ticking the box of, of my loves and interests. And then it was, what's my experience? And I, my, his my whole entire life, I have been veering myself. I mean, I wanted to be a journalist for my whole life growing up. <laughs> and then got to uni, um, studied journalism as well as marketing and PR and very quickly realised that I didn't want to be a journalist anymore and, and that I was much more called to, to these other sides of myself. Um, so the, like looking back, the breadcrumbs were all there and then that led me into the corporate world and so that was what I was trained in, that's what I, I knew how to do very well. Um, and I had that deeper experience of, of those things that are very transferable for business. So I think, you know, Julie was able to say, okay, it's, it's the little Venn diagram, basically. It's like, here's what you're good at. Here's what people want. Here's your, your skills and your experience. Let's roll all that in together. And her suggestion was put an expression of interest out. She said, that's all it is. You're not even launching a proper package. You're literally just asking your audience, if I was to launch a coaching package, would anyone be interested? Um, and from there, I, I had such a great response that just kept growing that I actually had to quit my job in the end because uh, there was like, there was no possible way that I could have done both. And that's where I think the alignment side comes in and, and you know, from our conversations that there's also that energetic side that I, I feel very tapped into that right time right thing um, you know things will align and and random things or seemingly random things will come together in a way that just seems very easeful which is what happened for me yeah you're someone that seems to have uh, cultivated a lot of trust in yourself you haven't necessarily looked to the universe hoping for a sign, but rather when that sign came to you, trusting that that was the next thing to do. Was there anything or is there anything that you practice that has helped you cultivate self-trust? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> Combination of everything. Self-trust is 100% a muscle that you build over time. It doesn't just come out of the blue. It's it's something that I think is a daily practice. And I don't have a rigid practice with, with anything. I, I think I sort of take from a smorgasbord of um, things like meditation and those types of spiritual practices. But it's also just leaning into things that, that get my heart racing and saying, okay, I'm feeling a bit anxious about that or I'm feeling a bit um, like that's out of my depth what does that mean or what will I make that mean and I'm going to do it anyway because I know that's when you build those courage references and you can tap back in and say see I was fine I made it through so let's try again and and you continue to build on that so I think I've been doing that since I was a young person you know a, a child really and um, have always trusted in 
I, just, I think I've, I've always had a, that deeper belief that I'm being completely supported, but I've also had that trust in my ability to bounce back if, if it doesn't work out, that I'm resourceful enough to make another decision and make that, that work. So it's just a, a little bit of getting over yourself, I think, sometimes, <laughs> that <laughs> that fear of failure is such a big one. And we all, you know, we all struggle with that at various times. But really, I, I often find myself coming back to, well, what's the worst case scenario? And if that happened, what would I do? And when you can drill down on that level, you realise that it's, it's actually not as bad as your mind is telling you it is and, and that you'll be okay. You'll bounce back. Yeah. So that's been such an important question for me to ask myself as well. And, and also if it got to that point, you know, like you say, would you be okay? Would you be okay with that? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, people are more worried about the self-judgment than I think what other people think at the end of the day. I think the fear of, of being judged by others is a very big one. And that certainly comes up in almost, you know, I'd say 90% of my coaching sessions and, and clients have that what will they think but when we dig a little deeper it, it's generally what will I think about myself like what will I make that mean about myself and how will I get myself out of that space of um, self-criticism or judgment and back into a, a more positive mindset so yeah, yeah. Keep, keep doing things that, that build those build the evidence that it's all good and we can get through it then I think we're on the right track yeah, absolutely. And that uh, something that my husband and I were reflecting on last night was when you look back in the last five to 10 years, you start to see that when you are trusting yourself and trusting these decisions, that everything has led you to where you are now. And often you don't know the exact path, but it's so, so unbelievable when you look back and you go, oh, wow, at the time. <laughs> exactly. And, and you don't know, like that. Um, getting comfortable with uncertainty has probably been one of the biggest lessons in my life. I'm sure most people listening could, could agree um, because we just don't know. And when I look back, I, I think, gosh, the times where I thought I veered, the, the magic that that has taken me to and, and what has unfolded in my life because of it has been so much greater than I could have predicted. And it sounds really cliche, but it's, it's actually that, hang on a minute, you're not meant to control, like white knuckle the ride. You're actually meant to take the hands off the wheel a little bit and, and just go with it. And I know that I, yeah, I feel like this has really clicked in for me actually since becoming a mother and mm. really stepping back and pausing and taking my worth out of my work a little bit and, and coming to this place where um, more of a neutral place. And I said this to a friend that it, it's a funny thing with motherhood. We, we don't get, you, you just don't get the recognition that you get through your work. Mm. I mean, obviously, if you have a, a wonderful partner, which I do, and, you know, beautiful friends, you, you get that sense of you're doing a great job. But it's so different than work. And so it was like coming back to ground and, and really sitting with, okay, who am I outside of my work and what's my identity now? And, and yeah, all of that has, has been actually really, really powerful for me and has taught me a lot about um, just being in that space where you're not controlling the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
That leads me nicely onto my next question, actually. I'm really fascinated, and I think it's the time that we're living in. Uh, it's the position that women have now, the capacity we have, um, the doors that are opening up for us. But it's really interesting, and this is probably why your coaching has boomed as well, is that there's so many women... Uh, Either um, it can be pre-children, but especially post-children, find the inspiration to finally start their side hustle or their um, or their business, go out on their own because perhaps um, for various reasons. I'd love to know, have you noticed that yourself and why do you think that is? Yeah, I have and I love it. It's, yeah. it's amazing and we're in such a fortunate time that we can do that. I mean love it or hate it and I know we all sort of toggle between the two but platforms like Instagram have just and Facebook and, and the rest have completely opened it up for mums to be able to do both and not to have to choose between you know going back to, to a job and working crazy hours and, and having to um, put the motherhood thing to the side so I think yeah, we're in a really incredible time. Um, I think, you know, autonomy and freedom is obviously the, the big ones, that flexibility that you just mentioned. Um, the income, the sort of removing that income ceiling is another really big one. Mm -hmm. So I think for women, um, and I know for sure from being in the corporate world, there was that, okay, if I, if I do a great job this year, I might get a pay rise and then I might move up the ranks here and, and get this promotion. And it was... It, it can be slow moving. And I think for women these days, we're, we want it a little faster. And so there's just so much opportunity. And I certainly see this amongst my clients and my colleagues and friends that the, the idea of what is the income ceiling has just been completely obliterated because there's so much opportunity now out there. So that's really exciting. Um, and I also think people are just much more tapped into what feels good and that sense of um, wanting a deeper fulfillment than just the title or the, the money. It's like that creative freedom and the passion and, and all of that is a really big driver for people. So that's, that's where you see people getting a, a little download of an idea and then starting a business that ends up booming. Yeah. Yeah. It really is magical to be surrounded by women that are uh, indulging in, in things that they're really passionate about. It's a form of self-expression for them, um, which otherwise I know my, my mom's generation certainly didn't necessarily have opportunities to externalize those things. Uh, you know, maybe they had hobbies and things, but they were really in the home. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. And and, you know, different generations, I guess, have different learnings with them. But I think this, we've come off the back of seeing that and we all always evolution. We want to do things differently. And, and so it's just, yeah, it's so amazing to see women just having a go and just seeing what, what might come of things. And I think there's nothing, nothing more exciting for, for me than to see someone just go, you know what, I'm really feeling the, the call to do this particular thing and for it to just go like that, you know, to skyrocket for them is amazing. Yeah. And, and something on the, the conversation of your unlimited earning potential that you can tap into is I heard a quote the other day, someone said, when 
women uh, come into money either through their own work or they're able to really come into that that type of abundance that we have the power to do really good things with it. And women have that level of uh, responsibility to create some really positive change in the world. So it's actually really important that we do this stuff because, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I mean, I could rattle off hundreds of women that are do, doing just hugely powerful things with, with the wealth that has come into their hands and that they have, it hasn't just been about wealth generation for the sake of it. It's, it's had such a huge ripple effect into different communities and also in healing their own generational um, patterns and things too, which is a really, really big one. I think women and, and not just those who become parents, but those even before becoming a parent or if they decide not to either way that there's just this sense of, it's this whatever this generational pattern has been to this point stops with me and I'm going to to make this change and, and actually then start a new story for my family which is just super super powerful obviously yeah amazing and so it must be so rewarding to be part of that yourself yeah <laughs> so I want to uh pivot a little bit, well, go a little bit deeper on this idea of starting your own business or starting your side hustle, because I'm also surrounded here in my community in Newcastle by a lot of amazing creative women who are doing exactly that. And it's an area that you and I have worked on quite extensively in the beginning of our time together. And that was the importance of knowing who you want to serve so that ideal customer, your niche. And as you said, uh, getting really clear on the problem that you can help them solve. This is something that I, I find, uh, you know, a lot of us go uh, bull out of the gate. We create a logo, we create a website, the business is fully formed. And then this is the, the last thing that we tick off the list. I'd love to know why you think this is fundamental, a fundamental place to start mm -hmm. and maybe um, how you help clients find out that. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, when we're looking at business, the, the crux of it or the foundation is that people buy from businesses who help them solve a problem. And that can be a big problem or just a small problem. It might be, you know, my lounge room looks boring, so I want to buy some new furniture and, and can, you know, that's, that's their problem, um, which is just that it's not beautiful or, or whatever it might be. Um, and so I think the sooner we can put the attention on, okay, well, what is the problem that I can solve? And it can be, be you know, simple at the beginning and it can morph, I would say that it is going to morph along the way. And, and as I mentioned with my journey, it started with that blog coaching, um, wrapping in the life coaching, and then very quickly moved into business coaching because, um, and, and the blog coaching moved into an online course instead so that I could reach more people. So allow it to morph and, and don't, um, I would say don't, fixate so deeply on it that it's it stalls you from starting mm -hmm. um but there are so many people out there who don't have a website who don't have you know even much of a presence but who are serving clients with simply identifying this is the type of person that needs my help 
this is the help I can give them and the problem or solution I can, can solve for them. And I'm just going to touch base with them. I'm going to start reaching out to them. Um, and, and that's, I guess, the way traditionally that business has worked. Um, and then that shifted into advertising and things, which is less, I mean, it's still obviously prominent, but less prominent now that we have things like content marketing and, and we can be adding value in that way. Um, so I think, you know, when I'm working with clients, it's, it's generally through a mix of conversation, as, as you know, just really asking those deeper questions and saying, um, you know, what, what exactly do they need? Um, what are, what's that whole list of challenges that they're facing? And so I'll start, we'll start with a bigger brainstorm that what are all the things that they're struggling with? Um, and then drilling that down into some more specific things, which then becomes your little statement. The one core problem I solve is this. I help women do X, Y, Z, essentially. Yeah. There's, there's so many exercises you can do around this, and we've all probably done an ideal client avatar exercise at one point or another. But for me, it's, it's just go big, zoom out, and then bring it right in and then create that that core problem statement and then once you start working with people know that that's going to change along the way which it always does yeah definitely and uh that's been a huge game changer for me as well doing that work up front making that the priority uh because my business had changed slightly from when i originally started like you said uh and where that what that's now allowed me is that every conversation you have you're thinking to yourself oh this person could be a potential client or maybe they know someone and you're looking for specific things it, it makes it really easy rather than looking at this big pool of women or men or whoever you work with and thinking oh my clients might be out there somewhere <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. and you can listen to the exact language that they're using. And you, I mean, that's what weaves into your sales copy and your content that you put on social media. What, like, what are the, what's the words they're using versus trying to be poetic and, and make it sound really fancy? It's like, did they say to you, you know what, this really sucks in my business or I'm really struggling with this and then actually speaking to them in that language makes, makes things a lot better. But yeah, you're right in that once, once you've nailed that down, every conversation you're having, you're able to then open the door to, to saying to them, hey, you know what, this is exactly what I work with clients on. If you ever want to catch up or if, if you want to connect in, please hit me up because I would love to drill down deeper into this with you. I know I can really help you with this. Um, and so all of a sudden you're in that, you're, you're sharing versus saying, oh, I've got a website coming soon and um, give me your name and I'll reach out once it's live. And there's already that pause between when you, you can actually follow up there. Yeah, chances are you can help them right now. And that's really what they want is yeah. <laughs> they want someone's help. So <laughs> start there. Uh, okay, so something that I would love to talk to you about because I feel like this has been a thread through your business. It's the thing that attracted me to you in your in the first place. Uh, and interestingly, I had a blog as well back in the day yeah. with my best friend. <laughs> this is all sounding really familiar. Yeah. And uh, 
we did that for about a year and then I split off on my own and um, did my own thing. And it was, uh, that was a really, really beautiful experience, but we both loved you and Tara Bliss. <laughs> and we ended up ha in having Tara on uh, our blog and interviewing her. This would have been uh, like six or seven years ago. So when you're both released in the early days, so feels such a privilege to be able to say that now because I know that her world has um, has opened up massively in the last couple of years as well. Let's talk about collaboration because I know that that you're this is really that really helped your business in the early days um, and creating this tribe of women around you even if you didn't necessarily collaborate with with them but they became your biggest fans and your cheerleaders how did that play a part in the early days of your business yeah what why do you think collaboration is absolute queen <laughs> yeah i think look i think a big part of it is it comes down to personality um in that i'm i'm someone who loves and adores my my women to no end I mean my friends are just their family to me and, and are just as important um so I think a big part of it has always been how can I have as much fun as possible in my business I get to I mean once I left the corporate world and I started a business it was like my head was exploding with the potential of all the things that I could do that I had really felt quite stifled in doing in the corporate world. Um, and one of those was teaming up with, you know, beautiful friends and, and saying, hey, we, we can both bring some magic to the table here. Let's put our heads together and, and see what can happen. And that has happened um, mostly with Tara. We've had quite a few collaborations now, which has just been wonderful. And um, I think... I think we felt that magic so deeply that it just radiated. Well, well, that's what has been reflected back to us anyway, that, that people got as much out of the content that we had shared as they did just seeing our love for each other and our sense of reverence and respect and, and just the total joy of, of doing something together that was really fun and, and was an offering to the world. So I think that's always been the beauty of, of collaboration. It's like I can sit here and, and do my lone wolf thing, which I do very often. Um, but I know that combining energies and each bringing their strengths and their excitement and enthusiasm to the project is only going to make it better um, and, and have certainly found that. In terms of community and just, you know, creating that, um, that community around me, that again, I think that's been an extension of, I mean, in the early days, it was, it was my friends that were following along with the blog. And I, rem I actually still can remember when I hit a thousand, uh, sorry, a hundred views on my blog. It would like, it checked my Google Analytics and I'd had hundred people looking at it. And I thought that it's probably mostly friends, you know, I'd shared it on Facebook and, and it was just friends. But then that rippled out and, friends would share it on their Facebook with their, and then their friends of friends would come and, and check it all out. So there's always been this sense of um, just, just being like this human to human connection. I've always looked at, I've never looked at people in my audience as a number. They're always, you know, really dear to me and have formed 
some incredible relationships over the last seven years and, and really nurture them to ensure that they're not just someone that pops in and out of my world. I really have, have ensured that when they're in town, we're catching up or that there's just this mm. constant flow of communication, which has been really, really important. And I think that's where um, <laughs> on the marketing side, the, the word of mouth has spread over that time. And have some of those women <clears throat> started out as acquaintances, people that you reached out to because you were like, oh my God, I love you. I think you're cool. I, I think we need to be friends. Was that how it went? Because some people might might go, oh, well, you know, you've got all these amazing people around you. How did you do that? <laughs> I want that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some have been clients actually that they've, they've hired me or they've been part of my, they've bought products from me, they've been part of my course or they've bought um, the work that Tara and I have created. And then it has just morphed into maybe meeting at an in-person event. So I used to go to lots of events back probably in the first three or four years of my business. I was really, really made a big effort to get out from behind the computer screen. And I think as you know, meeting people in person is just takes everything to the next level um, and then yeah others were just reaching out and appreciating and saying hey loved this that really resonated with me thank you for you know thank you for being brave or thank you for doing the work you do in the world and I think that credit and acknowledgement just goes a, a very long way. I think that's really important that you shared that because uh, I, un, I think um, whatever you want to call it, collaborating, networking, connecting, it doesn't really matter what word you put on it. Uh, it's really the secret. And the sooner you get into that, uh, it will, like you said, it helps to grow your business. They become a support network as well. Um, they become a referral network just because they love you as well. Like it's not about what can I do for you and what can you do for me. Yeah. Um, but that's that's been huge, huge for me as well. And business can be lonely, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's so much beauty in that flexibility, but there's also a lot of sitting alone and, and toiling away behind the screen in, in your office or in a cafe. And, and so I think the more that we can just connect with other humans, the more that it's going to feel like, okay, we're all in this together. There's this network of people that I can call upon if I need to, whether it's for support or whether it's to celebrate something or to celebrate them. Um, but also just to feel like, yeah, this is, this is not something I have to do in a silo and, and just doing it on my own so yeah I think the, the relationship thing I would say that's been you know number one for me absolutely has, has been cultivating those relationships nurturing them um, and continuing to call call in new people whilst also then really honoring the ones that are already there yeah absolutely and it's usually the reason why most people go out on their own and start a business is that they want to be connected with like-minded people you know you <laughs> might not feel like you fit in in your current work environment and so by making that effort you will be surrounded by amazing people and they are out there and they're hungry for your friendship too that's the thing so exactly. oh that's exactly and that's why you know joining things like 
I remember when I first joined B school, that was what really opened my eyes and, and connected me with lots of incredible women in Australia because there was an Australian um, Facebook group as part of that. And, you know, that was just such an incredible way to meet, yeah, like-minded people who were on that trajectory of building a business in, in whatever stage they were, but who were just genuinely excited about the same things. And I know, I mean, I had wonderful friendships in, in my corporate job, but there were things that I certainly held back. I wasn't sitting and talking about spirituality or personal development to, at, at all, really. It was, it was, you know, we kept it at a level. And then once I came online, I felt like I could fully express and just be all of me. And, and of course, that's when I called in those friendships of, of women who were exactly the same. That's beautiful. I love that. And you perfectly segued into my final question. So <laughs> thanks for that. How do you feel about being visible? And this is, this is also something that uh, you continually have to work on, right? Um, but it's also something that I love, love, love supporting my clients to become more comfortable with. And you're always someone that you, uh, you have a lovely, and, and not to use a word that, that you've used in the past, but you have this very spirited sense about you, Rachel, carefree, probably because we're both Sagittarius. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm constantly nodding my head as you're talking through this interview going, oh my God, she's so like me. But there's, yeah, there's something beautiful about the way in which you show up online and you appear, this is totally from the outside, obviously, looking in, are very comfortable with your type of self-expression and you're very much, uh, it feels like you're being you, you're really being authentic to that. And it's always carried through over the years. So tell me about visibility mm -hmm. and what that looks like for you, your level of comfort with it, how you've supported yourself to, you know, do all sorts of different things like speaking on stages, um, creating online courses, being on video, being on social media, all these opportunities that we have these days. I'd love you to share a little bit on that so we can support the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I love this. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to, yeah, before I jump into it, I, I feel like I need to say that I know that this is a big thing for people and so I'm mindful of not saying oh it's fine and and I've always been cool with it because it, of course it involves work and it involves you know stretching and, and getting over your mindset sometimes if, if your mind's telling you that yeah you want to pull back or shrink away a little bit um, I would say on the whole I'm comfortable being visible and always have been um, and I think a big part of that is because it's always been about the vision or the work more so than it's been about me. And I have very much felt tapped into that creative energy and um, that sense of, oh, yeah, I've got a message here and it's for other people. It's actually not just for me. And the, <laughs> the way that I mean to put a bit of concreteness around that is that my when I have a message to share, it will bother me until I share it basically it will <laughs> niggle at me and there's something going on for me at the moment with with that which is around some 
content I want to be sharing with the world. And it wakes me up like every morning, it wakes me up. It's like, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do with it? And, and that's really how it shows up for me. It's, it's like this nagging little <laughs> voice sometimes that says, you, you must share that. That was that was an experience gifted to you so that you could learn from it and, and actually share it with the world. So there is a sense of getting out of my own way so that I can be um, so that I can be in that space of service with it. Um, and I think that's always been a big thing for me. That sometimes yeah, sometimes it's really uncomfortable being visible. Sometimes you just don't want to. You want to be a bit more cocooned away. Um, one thing I will say is that. I'm not someone who processes things publicly and I think we you're, you either are or you aren't. So some people are very good at translating messiness or, or um, you know, challenge in the moment and turning that into a great social media post or a video or a podcast or something and that's not how I'm made up. I've, I've always been someone that, that has always processed things privately um, with a very tight-knit crew of people around me or else just just with myself I tend to sort of go into my own little world and and navigate that and then I will come out and say what's the gold here like what's for everyone else so if you've seen me pull back at times from social media it's generally that I'm either processing something or I'm just living I'm actually out there living my life because that's where I'm gathering my stories for the next chapter, essentially, um, which is what I have really felt I've been doing over the last little while. Um, I haven't, I mean, there was a period of processing some challenging things, but, but lately it's been more about actually just really, really immersing in my offline world because there's something building, there's the next thing coming through and um, I've just needed that space. So that was a long-winded way of, of saying, yeah, if we can get out of our own way, if we can tap back into um, what am I here to do and if it's to serve and to support people and to share stories and be vulnerable and connect, then it doesn't matter, you know, what you look like on camera or what your voice sounds like or what someone's going to think about you. It's, it's actually more about just showing up authentically and, and saying, here it is, here's what I've got for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's been some, do you think it's something that you've practiced as well that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, gets, it certainly gets easier like anything. I mean, yeah. that consistent showing up is going to make something that seems like a big deal seem like a, a pretty easy thing in the end. So it, it is something that, yeah, you can chip away at and, um, and, and continue to just step in and say yes. And, I mean, I love when I'm working with a client and she comes to me and says, I've actually got a client at the moment who has been offered a really big speaking gig, totally, totally out of her comfort zone. And I said, so what are you saying? You know, what's the answer? And she emailed me and she's like, I said, yes. <laughs> and it's, it's a really big deal. And for her, that visibility is going to transform her business 100%, um, puts her on a whole new stage, essentially. Um, but but there's always that decision. Is it a yes or is it a no? And, and do I stay safe or do I actually take that fear and, and transform it into something, which is what she's doing. And it's, it's amazing to see that. Oh, that's so good. So good. And with your support as well, Rach, <laughs> having someone on your team is, is so helpful when you, when you get to those sorts of opportunities. Um, and I just want to say 
you're an incredible woman and I just, I'm, I'm fighting back the tears saying this actually, but thank you for coming into my life this year. Um, it's been amazing to have your support and just seeing what, uh, giving me that platform to really step more every day into to who I am and being able to share that with the world. Uh, even though, uh, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's down to, down to me having that person in, in your uh, team is just so, so important. And if you're ever feeling like you could do with some of some support, whatever that looks like, um, make sure you go out and do it because it will change your life. And, chances are your coach has had coaches <laughs> throughout their career. So um, the reason why they're very good at their job is because they also call on people as well. So yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So much. yeah. I just want to acknowledge you because you do, I mean, this, look at this very podcast that you, you do the things you just, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking I might do this podcast and then the next week it's, it's live. It's out there and you've recorded multiple episodes and, and I mean, it's just continued to go from there. And that's just one of many things that you've done in our time together, but um, just such a beautiful example of, um, you know, taking action and leaning in and saying, okay, well, I'll work this thing out. So mm. I just, yeah, want to absolutely cheerlead you for that. It's been such a joy for me to work with you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom today with all of the beautiful listeners out there, guys and gals. I really hope you take what Rachel has said and run with it. Um, like I said, she I connected with her because she's a woman that walks the walk and talks the talk. So uh, where can we find you, Rachel, and what's coming up for well, I think yeah. Best place to find me at the moment is on Instagram. So my um, handle is Rachel C. MacDonald, and MacDonald is M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Um, so and that might be linked in, in the show notes here. Um, and what's coming up, I've actually got, speaking of collaborations, I've got some collabs coming up, which I'm really, really excited about, and that will be for early uh, 2020 working away on those now so very exciting this is I mean the end of the year is just it's just coming up on us so quickly um but but that's going to be yeah some some really beautiful offerings ones in the self um self-development and empowerment side of things and then the other is business coaching so look out for those lots, lots of goodies to come Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. And uh, I can't wait for everyone to have a listen and soak up all of this goodness. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey there, girlfriend. Podcasts are incredible, aren't they? But of course, as you probably know, the real magic happens when you take those concepts you've learned and apply them directly to your life through daily action. If you're yearning to find more meaning in your work, then I want to invite you to take that daily action by joining me in my one-on-one -on -one mentoring program, The Unstoppable Woman. To find out more, head to rubymarsh.com slash private mentoring. 
I cannot wait to take the journey with you.